News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The United Nations General Assembly has voted overwhelmingly to demand an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Sean Bell, former fighter pilot, now military analyst, joins us. Sean, will this have any impact on Israel? Good morning, Shane. Um, the short answer is no. Um, unfortunately, although last night the United Nations 153 of the 193 members voted for this ceasefire, which is a huge increase since October last um, October just a couple of months ago, the global opinion is clearly trending that way. But the UN Charter simply makes recommendations to members. It doesn't actually have any teeth. And you'll recall that only a week or so about the UN Security Council, which does have teeth, can provide an obligation upon its members um, and 13 of the 15 of those voted for a ceasefire, but the UK um, actually stood back and, um, and and didn't vote, and the US vetoed it. So, unfortunately, I think what, if, in direct answer to your question, it won't have any material difference, but what it does show is there's a growing trend in the international community that this has got to stop, and even the US... Uh, language around it was hardening um, just before. I was was going to ask you about that because uh, Joe Biden, um, it was pretty rare uh, criticism of Israel um, yesterday. Israel is starting to lose support from the international community with its indiscriminate bombing of Gaza. Um, uh, He said that the Israeli prime minister needed to change his hardline government. Uh, are, are, Are those words, are they meaningful, do you think? Well, they are in as much that um, it, it's when the US finally says enough is enough and calls a halt. And although ultimately up to Israel to call a halt, when the, if the United Nations Security Council eventually says it's time to stop, it will be imposed. And I think so the US is important. And I think what we're seeing is it's not binary. It's either full support or none. It's actually watching that dial just gradually tick. President Biden's patience is gradually eroding. And and Netanyahu, I mean, bear in mind, Prime Minister Netanyahu, 72% of Israelis at a recent vote said he should resign now or at the end of the conflict. He does not, um, he's not, he's no longer sort of representing the Israeli majority view. And I think the challenge here is with the death um, toll by from the uh, Gaza, sorry, the Hamas-controlled Gaza Health Authority, 18,400 now dead, uh, it just keeps rising. The humanitarian situation on the ground is getting way out of control. It's pretty clear that the world is gradually losing patience and the US is feeling that pressure. Is Israel immune from this pressure at this point? Are they so hell-bent on destroying Hamas that they will ignore even pressure from the US? Ultimately, they can't. Um, but for the time being, the US is still vetoing the ceasefire. And, and let's be clear, their logic, whether we agree with this or not, is that if you stop the fighting now, then what was the war about? Because Hamas survives. And therefore, the United States takes a view, like Israel, that actually you've just got to see this through. The problem with that logic is that can you actually destroy an ideology? Um, up up till uh, a week or so back, the Israelis claim they killed 5,000 of the 25,000 Hamas soldiers. And if you extrapolate the numbers, that means they did that in two months. There's another eight months still to go. They also have killed, had at that time, killed 15,000 Palestinians. If you extrapolate, then there's going to be 60,000 Palestinians to be done. And I don't think anybody is going to tolerate those sorts of numbers. So I think the question is, how far can Israel get towards its aim of destroying Hamas's military capability and its ability to govern? 
But as a military guy, a former military guy myself, you know, you can't exterminate Hamas. That's not a realistic objective. You know, one Hamas fighter with a gun is an armed capability. And those tunnels underneath Gaza, to my knowledge, the IDF have made very limited progress in getting properly into those. So there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of fighting Hamas for some time to come. You don't sound optimistic that this conflict is going to come to an end anytime soon. Shane, I wish at this time of year I could be. It's it's um, heart. It's you know it's very saddening to see the absolute devastation on the ground and the growing toll of casualties. But um, Israel's view seems to have just hardened uh, every step of this way. And despite the spiraling casualties and the devastating impact on the ground, and even that the, we haven't really talked about the hostages. You know, 19 of the 135 hostages are now presumed dead, and there don't seem to be any efforts to get them out, because the only way to get them out has been through negotiation, and Israel's not prepared to do that. So it looks pretty bleak in the near term. Sean Bell, military analyst, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.